Hey everybody out there in listening to stuff on a computer or your phone, Ville. <laughs> Welcome. This is a place where, uh, where a 19-year-old boy who lives in Lincoln, Nebraska can pitch woo to a 13-year-old girl and then the love story of this century takes place when he kills her family and then takes her on the run to kill more families. Ah, <sighs> America. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together. If I should call you up, invest a dime, then you say you belong to me and ease my mind. Imagine how the world could be so very fine, so happy together. Rawr. And stuff. That was a that was actually a pretty good uh, MGM Studio Lion, Chris. I, I <laughs> you know what? I think you're getting better at that. <laughs> I think you're getting better at your you impressions. Appreciates me, mm. and you knows it. I would say maybe welcome to a hey, how you doing? Episode of see no, hear no, speak no. Indeed. Including, but not limited to, the UFOs, the conspiracies, and the moitas. Side effects may include emailing us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com. Uh, since the episode where we did uh, say hi and thank you to our newest uh, friend and fan, or fan friend, f- f- uh, I guess the words just kind of turn into the other word if you try to smoosh them up. Uh, yeah, they do. A, a really nice guy named Rylan. Uh, it's like Ryan, but with an L thrown in for good measure, um, <laughs> or something. And uh, he's he's a uh, he's a cool dude. He uh, is enjoying the show, and he's catching up quick. Man, he's he's gonna get to the point where he told us to record another episode already. Uh, by the time this episode, and out. he already cursed at us, and he is. So I can only imagine that's going to ramp up over time. He is like a hundred episodes back too. So I'm just saying, <laughs> we had to do this before he could really talk some shit. Uh, but thanks for hanging yep. out, man, and uh, we appreciate you, and uh, and so on. Word to your mother and Toby. How are you? I know you like the Toby shoutouts, um, Toby. And uh, yeah, we uh, we have some male listeners which is what i told um someone who said we didn't i was like yeah huh we're it's not just uh it's not just middle-aged midwesterners that are old ladies and stuff we have <laughs> we have we we can still uh we can still show the youngins a thing or two apparently um yeah nor is it only french canadians which i still don't know I like no idea. Uh, they must just find it hilarious that we hate them. I'm I, I, I do too, to be honest. Because I, I don't know how we get a single listen in Quebec, <laughs> but it happens all the time. Seriously. All the time. 
Um, kind of speaking of, hey, um, we, uh, guys out there in the world, uh, when you're doing something like this, it's it's a very local feeling, uh, even if it's a, a you know a North American uh, feel. Like I often forget that people who sound completely different than us listen to us. Uh, that people from from England and Ireland and and fucking Australia and New Zealand and and Asia and uh, all of you guys are fucking awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you do by just having a free thing give to you uh, some free stuff. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered if our accents sound awesome to them too. No, like, I'm sure they don't because they don't even sound awesome to us. Well, see, I, I think that I think. Our accents are so uh, ingrained in the world as just kind of a normal accent because our pop culture is so widely consumed, I guess, you know, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, it would mm-hmm. it would already seem boring. And it, it, I think that that other accents sound exotic to us because we don't fucking get to hear them every day. That is true. But, you know, in New Zealand... Nor can we impersonate them at all. That's right. We are garbage at that. I mean, in New Zealand, they are watching the same, uh, you know, Law & Order marathon on TNT every day, just like we are. And so... Right. Okay. Yeah. So... That makes sense. Yeah. Boom, boom. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry, I tried. <laughs> I l- I like the so, I like the also, part when the flute kicks in. <laughs> then it, it's 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 acceptable. It's acceptable. It's not bad. No, not at all. Not at all. But also, no James tonight because Mm-mm. punished. You know, James has yeah. been grounded. Yeah, he's he's grounded. He's not allowed to talk to his friends. He's not allowed to take his bike out. <clears throat> the only thing that he can do is he gets an hour of TV time a day. But if he watches anything that's more stimulating than, like, say, early 70s Sesame Street, they have to give him a certain mm-hmm. pill that makes him go down for a little bit, you know. And at least five minutes of that time is used for jerking off to uh, hand-operated puppets. Manipulated, Chris, is what they, what they say. It's, it's hand manipulation uh, when it's a puppet, not operated. It's not, a, it's not a fucking forklift. Jesus. No, that's what I say when... No, never mind. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I'm not going to make another butt joke. Continue. Uh, well, technically, you were the one that said something first, and I I busted in with the, the, the stupid part. But uh, so this Chris is Chris's uh, episode. This is Chris's episode. That's what I meant to say. And I eventually huh, did. Huh, huh, huh. So uh, he has he's been checking something out uh, topic wise for uh, a little bit now, I hear. And it it's a doozy it's a doozy of a of a of a day for someone you know it certainly was it all went down in a very short period of time and uh should be fun to talk about well i say kind of like get to the fun let's get to the fun already let's talk about it what is it Wasn't that a song? <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, uh, Epic by Faith No More. What is it? Good say. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love that song. What is it? I can't believe I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. I lo- actually, I really like that guy. He's, uh, uh, he's Mike- fucking batshit full guano insane. Mike Patton? 
Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah he's yeah. as made evident yeah. by the group Mr. Bungle. I was just about to bring up Mr. Bungle and how straight nutty it is. Nutty bar to the extreme. Yeah, isn't Flea their bass though. player? Isn't what Flea their bass player? That ah, I Wait. cannot confirm. He's what Nazi firm? What? But I said I cannot confirm, oh. but uh, that sounds about right. It, yeah. I mean, same same era, same uh, yeah, 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 same nuttiness. Guy, I mean, clearly Flea is. Yeah, they're both fucking insane. <clears throat> but uh, a guy I worked with at right. uh, at uh, Texas Roadhouse Grill. Um, no, there, it was just the Roadhouse Grill because Texas Roadhouse Grill is something different. Anyway, doesn't matter. He gave me a bunch of CDs uh, when I worked there in high school, and uh, Mr. Bungle was one of them, and I hated it. Man, did I hate that fucking CD in high school. But uh, he gave me Helmets Unsung. That was a really good one. And he, he also introduced me to Acid Surf, which is a wonderful genre of music. Yeah, you would like that. Yeah. You would. I like to chill out and imagine I'm breaking 10 on a fat wave. Uh, you don't even like acid or surfing. I, just because I don't like acid and just because I... And it's not that I don't like surfing. It's that I can't surf and refuse to learn. Um, it doesn't mean that I can't enjoy one of the chillest uh, genres of music ever uh, created for man or woman by men or women. I suppose that's true. Yeah. No, I was trying to think of some sort of rebuttal, but I got nothing. Um, you could be like, yeah, but what about uh, that when in your surfing career you have to put on those those dead president masks and rob a bank and like get really into that one guy that you robbed a bank with because you're a cop Mm-mm. you ain't no Swayze you ain't no Swayze bitch Mm-mm. I'm Keanu <laughs> no I'm I'm and I would be the Anthony Kiedis of that of that scenario Anthony Kiedis was in that movie did you not know that I've, seriously I've literally never seen that movie I'm not even. What the I fuck? I am not even ashamed to say I've never seen Point Break. I just know enough about it from pop culture that I can make stupid jokes about it. I've never seen it. What a jackass! Right, man. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> That's it. This friendship is over. Whatever. Start the episode. I'm terminating it and you <laughs> at this moment in time. <laughs> and uh, guys, look for the episode on the death of Jason Rambo. Coming soon to a fucking ear hole near you. What he means, really, guys, is the attempted murder of Jason Rambo and how he flipped it around and totally killed his his would-be murderer with a penknife in his throat while screaming, I have a fucking knife. (laughs) He does have a fucking knife. Mm Mm-hmm. I've seen them. I've seen several of them, and uh, not a one of them gave me a boner, so Mm -mm. I guess that means maybe I'm a little afraid of them. They are very utilitarian in nature. None of them... Sometimes fear boners are cool, too. Not when it's... They do happen. Not when it's predicting your death, it's not. Mm -mm. It depends on how crazy you are and what kind of crazy you are. I mean, but uh, I guess suicidally would be the crazy kind that you would need to be. Why haven't you said what your episode's about yet? Because <laughs> I'm talking about my fear boner. I'm talking about tell me the episode. 
right, all right, all right, all right. Enough of the yap yapping. Uh, so yeah, here we go. This evening on SNHNSN, fuck you, Jason. This evening. We are going to get into... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about a fun little tale of spree killing that inspired many a movie and many an episode and many a dramatic or i guess i should say dramatized uh story Mm -hmm. uh many many (laughs) (laughs) coming out the (laughs) side we're talking of course about the origin story of police academy (laughs) yeah of course which i know you've seen so don't don't even try i've i've only seen the very beginning and the very end because every time I, I i talk about or mention you know wishing i had a hooker in my podium to uh to interrupt my glorious yeah speech, no you, that's that's you. absolutely a lie i have seen police academy more than a person's got a right to actually so yeah, <laughs> yeah. more than a person should ever admit to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, as have i as have i we used to have it on laserdisc Back in the day, you if guys had a fucking laser disc player. Remember that? Holy shit! You know <clears> it. Only the dude that had a theater inside his house that was friends with my uncle had a laser disc player, but it was well, it was yeah. cool as shit. See, my dad used to used to run and own a, uh, a car and home audio. Y'all had a uh, laser disc player in your car, man. Now that's Negative. fancy. No, I wish. Oh. Okay. That would have been a conversion man, <clears throat> though. All right, well, I take it back. So you go ahead, and uh... but yeah, no. Anyway, he 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 went to a Nakamichi speaker convention in Japan in Tokyo and brought back a flat screen TV and a laser disc player in 1985. So that's that's how we had one. It was pretty cool. So you had a Japanese. Anyway, just go. <laughs> Shut your. Nobody wants mouth. to hear how awesome your dad was and how he got to go to Japan and he brought back a cool ass laser disc player that you still have and still watch Back to the Future on. No one cares. I know. We actually had Back to the Future on it and Ghostbusters and The Omen one and two. For a long time, I thought that and the only way you could watch Back to the Future was on Laserdisc. So yeah, I believe that he didn't take four year old me with him, but. <sighs> whatever dad yeah anyway <laughs> dad so one of the uh, uh inspired films uh which you kids may or may not know all right all right that's it hmm? that's it what i'm i'm elbow dropping all of you i don't know what you're talking it's about it's gonna happen i do not i am sure that i have no idea what you speak of sir you didn't just hear T-Mobile yell at us just now? I have. You didn't just hear that? I don't know. No T-Mobile, nothing. Hmm. Well, you're going to hear it while I'm murdering you. Doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doop. I will play it on repeat. That is not the song that I want to die to. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. It's also not the song I wanted to be interrupted by. Oh, I'm sorry. In any case. Next time it'll be Baby Got Back. That That is it. Highly acceptable. That's LA, better than with the fucking, booty. Mm-hmm. That's better than James singing fucking Justin Bieber is, on that one of those last episodes. Is that what he was doing? 
That's what that was, yes. He is off the yes. show. He's grounded for life now. I mean, I think we should destroy him first, and then I will thank you for your assistance in doing so by destroying you. So, the film that this was inspired, uh, that was inspired by this, that you kids may or may not know, like I was saying, mm-hmm. uh, which if you don't know, you should totally go watch it. It's pretty stinking cool, is uh, Natural Born Killers. You said it was Footloose. I said nothing of the sort. You lied to me. I said it was fucking Flashdance, and you said, oh my god, I get a boner every time I watch that movie. Yeah, Jennifer Grey is hot to in To which I replied. Man. She, sh- <laughs> she should have never gotten that nose job, is what I'm saying. Mm. Bacon. Mm-hmm. I did re- I did research Kevin Bacon for this episode quite a bit, so I don't know how much that's going to come into play, but I'll try and inject it in where I can. I'm going to inject bacon. <laughs> yeah. You will inject no bacon into this episode because Sizzles. that is uh, made of uh, it's a pork product, <laughs> and I will hear no more euphemisms about your penis. I can't get it into the-, the veins, Chris. It's too thick. <laughs> <laughs> Man. You get somebody else to smoke that pork for you. Mm. I'm not doing it. No one asked you. That's the beauty about it. So, yeah, Natural Born Killers is every young man's favorite high school movie because it's so fucking edgelord edgy. You know? It really is. It really, really is. Mickey and Mallory are awful people. Although I am a fan of... Uh, for a long time, I owned it. and I'm, Yeah, me too. I maybe only watched it twice. And it was with like a large oh. group of other people because it's such it's it's very disjointed at 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 the at best it's very disjointed. Um, so sometimes it's I mean, it's a little hard to follow while you're out of your head on ecstasy too, you know. No, no, it's it's actually much easier to follow when you're out of your head on LSD. But I didn't say LSD. If you're an adult. Oh, well, I must have heard you wrong or just wishful thinking, one of the two. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. So <laughs> the person, of course, that we're talking about, mm-hmm. if if you didn't know yet, is uh, is goes by the name or went by the name, I should say, of Charles Starkweather. That sounds like Charles. A, like he owns like the remnants of what used to be a railroad company. But now they like it's like a printer company or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's totally the last name of like a, a very prestigious Iron Man you know, sounding yeah. mm-hmm. thing that you can trust. Stark weather. When we came to America, we had to take weather off of our name because people always mistook us for weathermen. So Stark weather turned to Stark. For naked weathermen. And then, man, did we look good in the rain. Mm, mm, mm. That's what I'm screaming. So Charles Raymond Stark weather. Mm hmm. Born November 24th, 1938. No way. Died June 25th, 1959. That's not very long life, huh? Mm -mm. No, no. At the ripe young age of 19. Man. Oh. That poor... He lived... That poor man. He lived life to the halfest. To the halfest. (laughs) To the quarterest. (laughs) He lived life a bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> he lived it though. Just a bit. He was. He had a but, name. Yeah, I mean, he had a name. 
He definitely made a run for himself that I will never do. So, I mean, oh, no. he's got that going No, for that just takes... God, I need a nap now. <laughs> uh, seriously. There's only two or three on my list. This guy had quite a few more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he was a spree killer, which we have not talked about many of those, but uh, this should be a good one. I, I think this was a good story. I'm trying to, for the best of my uh, abilities, to remember even one other one and the only other spree killer that comes to mind anyway uh would be um that the the korean one you the one with the the hammer killer uh-huh uh-huh but i st- i think that even he was uh he did it over he, other murders over a few days but there was you know uh one or two or three or four murders that all happened in that same afternoon kind of thing um yeah, did we not talk about the... I feel like we mentioned, at least mentioned, uh, the Japanese dude with the knife in the hospital. Did we not? Did, we did not. I mean, we did in our conversation before the show when you told me about it, but we haven't talked about it on the show, no. Uh-uh. Really? Really. I really could have sworn. Our Japanese shows are usually oh. pretty severe as far as, like, like I don't... I don't know why it's not boring whatsoever, but for some reason hearing a Japanese dude ran into a hospital and killed some people with a knife is like, yawn, tell me when he throws a grenade in there, you know? Yeah, and then, yeah, and then I suppose. We, we certainly have started at the top of the severity. Has sex with the mist Japan. That, that ensues. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we, we've got some more pretty good ones oh, coming, too. Japan, you're so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. So, yeah, getting right into it. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska is where this whole thing starts. And, um, boy, what a what a place to be born. I was about to say, uh, uh, I thought people who gave up on life moved to Lincoln, Nebraska. I didn't think that life was created there ever. Yeah, basically just cow lives are created there and... Uh, People that that ensure that cow lives continue until they're slaughtered and eaten, or at least packaged for other people to eat. Cows are so um, delicious, man. They should. You know they what? Really if are. they had a problem with with us eating them, they wouldn't be so tasty. I'm not sure how that 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 that's how that works. But if you want to think that, then you know, I can't stop you. I mean, it helps me sleep at night. Well, I guess that's all that matters if you ever do sleep at night. I mean, hey, man. So what's up with these cows in Nebraska? <laughs> oh, they're doing just fine. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. no, they're good. I was worried. None of them were, were no cows were harmed in the making, of, the this making of this original story. <laughs> yeah, because we did kill yeah, that uh, one before. Uh, two dogs, though. We killed that one before the episode uh, for the betterment of the episode. Thank you, Satan. Um, but... None were none were killed in the the topic of the episode's making. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, born in Lincoln, Nebraska, the third of seven children of Guy and Helen Starkweather, which I'll stop right there just to say, uh, just to uh, allow everyone to understand my distaste of guys named Guy. Well, like, okay. Come on, guy. I get really? it. I get it. I get it. And I agree. You come up with anything but better? But what if it was a dude named Guy? It, see, 
that's my point exactly. That is that illustrates my point exactly. Does it? The guy that was his father couldn't have named his son anything other than guy. Like maybe <laughs> maybe he could have named him dude. Maybe he could have named him homie. Maybe his dad you know? was from Lincoln, Nebraska, and that's the only yeah thing that he knew. <laughs> well, my name isn't Guy, so I am a guy, and so is he. I don't. My name is Bruce. I don't know no other man. You know what? Let's just call him Guy, or other. We're gonna have to call him Susan or something like that, because that's the two names I know that ain't Bruce. It's Guy and Susan. <laughs> Seriously. So. All right, guy it is. So, yep. <laughs> guy and uh, Helen had seven kids. Like I said, this was the third one. Why wouldn't and they? Arguably the worst. Oh wait, are um, there other bad ones though? No, no. Okay. But I'm sure none of them were any good. Yeah, they were all from, know, Lincoln, from Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So. A mild-mannered carpenter who was often unemployed due to uh, the fact that he had debilitating rheumatoid arthritis in his hands. Mm. So that kind of does make it difficult to do your carpentry and stuff. I think he may have just been just been complaining a little bit, you know. I mean, rheumatoid arthri- arthritis, come on. That's like kindergarten arthritis. You got to get the... Is it? No, I have no idea. It's probably really bad, actually, you know? No. Um, yeah, no. It's not it's, carpal tunnel think, syndrome or nothing, but it, I'm sure it's not a picnic because there's no... I think what you no give ants. me is is kindergarten arthritis of the brain. I don't see how that's applicable. Mm. Mm. Well, you're not in here to feel the pain that I feel. So anyway... Bring the noise! His... His his mother Helen was a uh, was a waitress, and uh, when big guy <laughs> when big guy was uh, was out of work due to his hands cramping up and whatever rheumatoid arthritis does to your paws, mm-hmm. uh, you know she she was able to to at least mostly supplement the family's income. Okay, so they weren't um, like living off dirt and stuff. I, I mean, I'm sure there were they they were uh, uh, Nebraska. I was about to say I'm, they probably didn't. Dry. They probably didn't have a floor in their house and stuff. Why are you sweeping? It's just gonna get dirty again, man. Yeah, I can't imagine that that 1958 Lincoln, Nebraska was much to to speak of. Uh, I mean, it's not a whole lot to speak of now. I've been there many many times just in and I've never tunes. enjoyed it once. I've. I've been there a bunch on work driving through in a truck, and I didn't enjoy myself a single time. Can you believe it? No, no. I've I've stopped there many times Why? because there's a meat house right there in Lincoln. There's a couple of Tysons. Uh, there's two, actually, right there. And That's not surprising. They're... I don't like that it's called a meat house. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like uh, a place where a man would hook up with other men to meet. With their meat. <laughs> oh no! So no, that's no. not that's what called it is. James's house. Oh, ew! Man, really that's giving right. it to James tonight, like like as if you met him at a meat house. <laughs> Miss you, buddy. 
just like it. Which I know he will never hear because he doesn't fucking listen to the show. And that's why I'm uh, totally cool with us bad mouthing him on it. Because he's not going to fucking hear this. That's also why he's grounded. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the reasons. So anyway. He killed a kid. Oh, Charlie (laughs) Starkweather. He what? I said he killed a kid. That's why he's grounded. He killed a kid. Mm. It was a goat. It was a yeah, baby. That's not funny. It was a baby goat. They're called kids. Get over it, you dick. Oh, Charles okay, Starkweather. You still son of guy. <laughs> son of guy. Um, yeah. So he attended Saratoga Elementary School, Irving Junior High School, mm-hmm. and Lincoln High School before he dropped out his senior year. How were they not all named was... Lincoln schools? Your guess is as good as mine, you fuck. So he drops out his senior fucking year? Why? Like, doesn't he know that his his, that diploma is like the most important thing in his life? Yeah, no, he him him was angry. Him was real angry. Who made him angry? You'll see if I can finish two sentences in a row. Mm -mm. Maybe the second one will tell you. I doubt it. But you would never know that because I will destroy you before that happens. Chris, where did this episode the, touch um, you? In the moment that you actually have decided without telling me that you're going to let me finish two sentences in a row, I will have already destroyed you not knowing that you were about to be nice and let me do that. Man, it sounds nice of me. It does. It, it Well, it would have been. But now I'm dead. Tune in for the next episode where we talk about <laughs> the destruction of Jason Rambo. Uh, I'm going to yell so hard at your dog. That the cancer goes away? No, that I love her because she's super cute. Oh, D.D. And she loves you me. You hear that, D.D.? Stop licking yourself so loud. <laughs> <laughs> so in contrast to his family life, Starkweather later recalled nothing positive of his time at school. Uh, not which, a single goddamn thing, huh? Not a fucking, not, no, not a fucking thing. He is an angry, angry fuck. Uh, so uh, also, I, I will go ahead and add that of, of all the articles that I read, which were not many, <laughs> because I'm not a fucking journalist, uh, Strangely enough, the uh, the Wikipedia page on this was honestly the most comprehensive. Really? So, hmm. read right along, children. <laughs> of course, they don't have our jokes in there, so you, it may not be as, as exciting or as Jason-filled. They just got to um, fart every five minutes and then say the word dick, and it's just like being here. <laughs> See? <laughs> You love us. You know you do. <laughs> so so one of the reasons he was super angry uh, is that he was born with uh, something called, and I know I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly because I've never fucking heard of this before, um, genuvarum, genu, genuvarum, uh, two separate words, you spell uh, it? but it, it is a mild birth defect that causes uh caused his legs to be misshapen yeah so he walked funny so like um 
And, but could uh, still walk. He just had oddly shaped legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a bow-legged thing, yeah. or is it like a very okay? Better question: Is it a very specific thing that affects people in a very specific way, or do you even know the answer to any questions I would ask about this thing? <laughs> well, I can look it up here. Let's see. Uh, also called bow-leggedness, oh. bandiness. Bandy leg and tibia vara is a varus deformity marked by outward bowing at the knee, which means that the lower leg is angled inward medially in relation to the thigh's axis, giving the limb overall the appearance of an archer's bow, usually medial angulation of both lower limb bones. Femur and tibia is involved. Did you say it was a it was a virus caused thing? Varus, oh. V-A-R-U-S. Oh, okay, Varus. Um, Varus, Varus, Varus. But I was like, Varus. It would be weird if it were uh, a viral uh, infection or something like that that did that. But uh, it sounds yeah, more. Yeah, your daughter had nothing to do with this. It sounds more genetic, maybe I guess. Like um, like a yeah, a do- uh, uh, like a dormant trait that pops up in a, a certain amount of however many things. It doesn't sound like it's like a. I don't know, like a, a random occurrence that happens to one in a trillion kids and whatever. Anyway, yeah, go, so he's bow-legged. I think maybe it was aliens. <gasps> Welcome to Earth. Boom. So he also suffered from a speech impediment, which led to constant teasing by classmates. I mean, come on. So. Come on, guys. I'm I mean, just totally bow-legged, that's all. I'm just, like, perfectly made yeah. to ride a horse. It's cool. Perfect. Perfect for riding horses. Mm-hmm. You know. Whatever, idiot. will make you bow-legged anyway. Go ride your horse, you dumb-dumb. <laughs> That's right. I told that kid, right? Guys, high five. Let's go smoke behind the gym. Yeah, I, I imagine that's roughly what uh, teasing in Lincoln, Nebraska in 1958 would have been like. I guarantee you he got the shit kicked out of him, like, physically on a daily basis. That's what teasing back in the fucking 40s and 50s was. Because it made you a man. Now, yep. you know. And your parents also did it to you. Yeah. So your parents told the kids how to do you. it the best. Well, their parents probably did. Yeah. So, yeah, so him was angry. Him was not a not a happy child. I can understand you know? that, I guess, you know. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure you were teased quite a bit when you were a child for being a fucking fucking fuck. No, I didn't turn into that until well into my late 20s. Uh, I was, however, ah. teased uh, quite a bit because I was fat. Yes. You... Yeah, but then I I, I developed I mean, to a, the teasing. I developed a sense of humor and stuff, and then I was just the funny guy instead of the fat guy because you can only be one guy, you know. Um, like his dad, I you suppose. can only be one guy. They only let me be the cool guy. No, I don't remember that being your moniker. You don't remember much of high school, do you? You were wait, Scott? Is that you? No, of course not. I was talking to Scott Never. trying to renew my car's fucking, you know, the warranty on it because, you know, he called me and, and thank God he did because it was it had almost expired. Can you believe that? But, man, he called me up and he was like, hey, 
I need to talk to you about the warranty on your car. And I'm like, well, that's cool because I don't technically own a car, but I would like a warranty just in case, you know. And um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then we got cut off, and I miss him. I miss him so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One paragraph down, many to go. Mm-hmm. So, as he grew older and stronger, the only subject which Starkweather excelled at was gym class, <laughs> which I have no idea how that's the case if you got horse rider legs. Well, he's really good um, at the pommel horse. Yay! <laughs> 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 I'm going to pummel your horse. Where he found a physical outlet for his rage against those who bullied him. I bet he did. Starkweather then began to bully those who had picked up, who had once picked on him. Mm-hmm. Go figure. You know what? I I wonder if, like, even despite all his rage, if he was still just a rat in a cage. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's probably the truth, actually. That's probably yet another thing that made him super angry Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. just life in general, you know? Yeah. Because aren't we all? Stop putting me in this cage with all these rats. I'm not a rat, I tell you. I'm a boy. A real-life boy. I fucking hate mazes. (laughs) Mazes are the worst, especially when maze is the only prize for completing the fucking maze. And then you got the the, the bow-leggings. I can only ride six rats if I strap them all together. Yeah, so uh, eventually, old Charlie, you know, he felt rage against anyone who disliked him. Oh, excuse me. That he disliked. Oh. Me, that's that's completely different. Rage. Fucking rage. Because, I mean, the other way, it's a, it's kind of understandable. Like, man, that guy doesn't like me fine. Well, he's going to get my rage. But now it's just, man, I'm raging out on rage on everybody that I just fucking rage. Rage boner. Boner rage. There's a lot of boners in this episode. I'm going to stop that now. You are the one that keeps slipping them in. Go ahead. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. In a thrusting motion. No, see, I already did the joke. <laughs> you can't come back and do it again. I'd do whatever I want. So, in this period, as a young teenager, old Charlie went from being one of the most well-behaved teenagers in the community to one of the most troubled. You said that he was always That's a right. dick. That's no, I said nothing of the sort. I oh. said he was always picked on so far. Oh, okay. Now I'm saying after that point he turned into always being a dick. Maybe not always, but still just mostly a dick. So mm. his high school friend Bob Von Bush. No. Which, no, wow. no, 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 no. I shit you not. No. Yes, yes. His name is so it Bob Von Bush. Von Bush. Mm. Oh yeah, his parents loved him. His name is Robert Von Bush. That's right. <sighs> Old Bob. All right. Bob Von Bush. I just I'm making sure that you're not just fucking with us because that would be wrong. No, no, not at all, not at all. I know that Bob you're not... Von Bush actually has a quote that that uh, of uh, of a memory that he recalled, or maybe you know. 
maybe a series of memories that he just kind of put into this one statement where he says, he could be the kindest person you've ever seen. He'd do anything for you if he liked you. He was a hell of a lot of fun to be around, too. Everything was just one big joke to him. But he had this other side. He could be mean as hell, even cruel. If he saw some poor guy on the street who was bigger than he, than he was, or better looking, or better dressed, he'd try to take the poor bastard down to size. Hmm. Now, and one question. Wait. Yes, uh, this is the reporter from the local news. Um, your name's Bob Von Bush, you say? I do say. That's right. All right. Well, that's all we needed. Thanks. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. <coughs> and then he's like, holy shit. You... Could you believe <clears throat> this guy's name was Bob Von Bush? What the fuck? <laughs> what just happened to you? Your head explode? <coughs> For the record, kids, <clears throat> you cannot breathe Gatorade. <clears throat> Why would you try to breathe Gatorade? It is not air. <clears throat> and it does not work. <clears throat> it's not you you are not, not in that movie the fish. abyss you are not low enough uh pressure wise to be able to just breathe gatorade <clears throat> but it's got electrolytes it does have what plants crave it's, yes it's what plants crave indeed yes <clears throat> okay okay <clears throat> here we go you should you should maybe drink some gatorade that'll clear that up <laughs> That'll clear that right up. <laughs> in 1956, the uh, now 18-year-old Charlie Starkweather was introduced to, yes, yes, this is accurate, 13-year-old Carol Ann Fugit. I mean, it is Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, no, he looked right, at her and said, right. I don't know why he I said, didn't well, think of that. Fugit. Fugit. It sounds like fuck. I like them 13-year-old Fugits. Like fuck it, you know. I guess just Fugit. So, uh, he, he he was introduced to Caroline by her older sister whom he had previously dated. Huh. How old so, was this uh, older just sister? Just moving right through him. <laughs> I, I assume his own age. And uh, I mean, it let, let's say, but I mean 13 is still absolutely way too young for anybody, especially a 13-year-old. But uh, you know, he he was 18. So it's not like he's a 35-year-old man, uh, but it's still, he's a man, and that's too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I don't think they were really that strict on it back in the day. I don't think they're that strict on it now in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> You're probably right, though. Mm-hmm. I've been there. It sucks. I like how, I like how fucking French Canada's like, man, at least it's not us this time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hope we get an email from them saying thank you. Thank you yes. for leaving us alone for at least one episode. Thank you for showing your Although, hatred of another place with irrational hatred. Yeah, although we did mention them in the beginning, yes. so I guess we didn't technically leave them alone all the way. And also, you know, what the fuck, French Canada? I told you you couldn't listen anymore. Fuck off. Mm. Listen to my no, show. Fuck on. Uh, you fuck do that too, on. I guess. But do it with less perfume, because take a fucking shower, you fucking Frenchies. Anyway, um, 
<clears throat> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. See, that was personal, and that's not, not sorry. okay. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he dropped out of Lincoln High School in his senior year uh, because him was angry, I guess. And uh, he was working at a Western Union newspaper house, which... I didn't even know Western Union did other stuff besides money transfers at any point in time, but I mean, I guess it stands to reason. I mean, I I, I would have to think that at one point they were a union, I guess, of some kind. Possibly, and possibly based in the West. Hmm. Even perhaps there could be multiple companies named Western Union. No, that can be only one. I mean, I really don't know how 1950s was. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't there, so. But yeah, because you're not a Highlander, uh, because there can be only one. So says Hollywood. And the Kaibalion. Well, I don't think it was really in the Kaibalion, but we're we're gonna say it's it was implied. and just go on from it's there. It's implied. Go ahead. He sought employment there because the warehouse was located near Whittier Whittier Junior High School in Lincoln, which, you know... Is that where his girlfriend was? Just so happens. Mm. That's where Carol Ann went to school. Hmm. So, given his working schedule, he began to visit her every day after school. Like a good boyfriend should. Well, were they boyfriend girlfriend Man yet, friend. or was he still trying to court her with his maddening stalking? Uh, I think at this point he was still courting her, mm. but um, yeah. So uh, he actually wound up teaching her how to drive. Oh my god! I swear uh, to God, I thought you were going to say science or something. <laughs> I was like, he he got a job teaching at the school. Can you believe it? <laughs> Uh, he probably tried to coach her a, a few times in uh, white man's basketball. He, they which just can't jump. They're not. Mm-mm. They they weren't very good. They're at not allowed to time. jump. No, Mm-mm. I don't think they're allowed to be tutors at that either. I don't. I don't think they make tutors. Or that's shut up. Um, <clears throat> so he taught her how to drive, mm-hmm. and uh, one day she crashed his nineteen forty nine Ford. Uh, into a whole nother car. A whole nother car? Probably a whole other car, you, which was probably parked you, at the time because <laughs> she's fucking 13. You said a whole nother car, though, like she should have crashed into her own car. And can you believe it was a different car she crashed into? Listen. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it could have been a tractor. It could have <clears throat> been a cow for, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess. What happens in Lincoln. Stays. In Lincoln, because everyone who goes to Lincoln dies in Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I hear cows don't really uh, kick backwards too often, so... He's got to stay behind There's him. that. He's gotta stay, I'm a shadow. I'm behind <laughs> it. I'm a shadow. I'm behind it. Yeah. However, Starkweather's father, you know, big guy? Yes. Yeah. It was his car. Oh. That she crashed into. <laughs> <laughs> so she crashed her right. 19-year-old boyfriend's car into his father named Guy's car while being only 13 yep. years old. Yep, not just some guy, specific guy. Very <laughs> very Pacific guy. 
So, yeah, the guy paid the damages, but uh, gave his son a, a good ass-chewing, and I do not mean that figuratively. He actually bit that dude's butt, I heard, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he bit it multiple times. Mm-hmm. He's like, now I gotta use compl- the molars, or the courts say they have to do it. <coughs> so sorry. So yeah, no, I mean, you know. It was. It actually was figuratively. I just thought, man, you know, maybe we could make something funny out of. I out thought of that, that I had. No, you failed. I thought that I had, and then you were all like, uh, uh, and ruined everything with your. Somebody st- might like it. Just you know what? Uh, it made me choke. I think one day, I'm gonna have to fucking shove a whole bottle of Gatorade down your throat and tell you to breathe up, buddy. <clears throat> breathe up. <clears throat> Good game. So like I said, yeah, he paid the damages, and then he gave his son shit about <clears> it, <throat> and uh, then, <laughs> and then, uh, refusing to condone his son's behavior, how- guy banished Charlie from the family home. How dare he? On what grounds? He said, "You ain't ever allowed to come back here, boy." Thanks, Dad. That's and the Charlie only way said, you're legally allowed to leave Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Seriously, you, you, yeah, no, you got to be completely disowned. Um, so, yeah, Charlie quit his job at Western Union and uh, got a where uh, got a job making minimum wage as a garbage collector. Someone literally has yeah. got to do it. So, oh yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. We don't have robots for that just yet. But they are on their way, I'm sure of that. Well, we keep putting it so, off because we can't get the anime boobies to work right with a garbage, you know, they, where they have to pick up the garbage. The boobies keep getting in the way. And we're like, well, we're not going to get... Yeah, they look funny on the front of those trucks. We're not going to get robots to do our garbage stuff unless they're, you know, anime booby girls, too. Because that's what robots are, right, guys? You know, I just can't picture myself going, wee, that truck's got beautiful tits. You know, I don't. I just. I, I don't know why you can't picture thing. that. You said that today about a truck that didn't actually have them. Mm. You were really mm. into that truck. <clears throat> I was just picturing that truck with boobies. That's and... what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. so he got a truck with boobies, and then what? Oh, the garbage man. Yes. Yeah, he was a garbage man. And uh, so then he began developing uh, what they consider a, or, or what this article, I guess, considers a nihilistic worldview, believing that his current situation was the final determinant of how he would live the rest of his life. I I, I mean, that's fair. I mean, there's... There, what else is happening there in Lincoln, are, Nebraska? There that's are probably how you're going to live the rest of your fucking life. There's a lot of people out there uh, right now in the world that we live in that are garbage men for the rest of their lives and that's not like um that's not like the worst thing in the world you know no no nor is it dishonorable you know it, it it's just a thing you do it, not dishonor your family i do not ask you to commit no. sepku you pick up the garbage we appreciate that you know even if we do well some of us do treat you like shit for being stinky hi Hey. So, <clears throat> he used his time on the garbage route to begin plotting bank robberies. Well, I mean, 
saying, I don't want this life. Yeah. I'm going to go rob some fucking banks. I think that that shows moxie and chutzpah and initiative. Initiative, which are all kind of synonyms, aren't they? They are all sins, Chris. Here's an English lesson for you, kids. Learn it. Speak it. So then you can enjoy our show better. Uh, So he settled on a personal philosophy by which he lived the remainder of his time being the quote, dead people are all on the same level. I mean, he's not wrong. Indeed. That level being completely horizontal, unless you are, I don't know, somehow hanging or nailed to something, I guess. What if you're shot in a space? Does that matter? What if... You shut your whore mouth. Done. I, I mean, no. What, I mean, what if what you said, too? Yeah, yeah that. Um, mm-hmm. So on to the good stuff. <clears throat> Late on November 30th, 1957, Starkweather became angry at Robert Colvert. Who the fuck is Robert Who was Robert a service Colbert? station attendant. Who's a what? What? Who's the, what? So who the fuck is Robert Colvert? Well, if you let me finish the damn sentence, I will get to that. But I really wanted to hear there you. There was yell a comma there, not a period. I, really, I just, I just made it. Really I wanted to hear you yell at me. Dramatic go first. So good, we got that out of the I, way. I, go ahead, I'm done. Yeah, see, that was a pause for, for drama. Not applause. You didn't, you didn't let me in, <laughs> introduce or inject the drama, which you know I like to do. Mm. You know this. That's why James claims he had such terrible timing. Because he never liked to pause for my drama either. Man, you know what? Fuck you both. You got so much both drama. Uh, we don't even like dealing with it no more. Drama. Always with the drama. So uh, Robert Culver mm-hmm. was a service station attendant in Lincoln. And... Uh, he was angry with, uh, you know, Charlie was angry with Robert for refusing to sell him a stuffed animal on credit. That son of a bitch. That <sighs> fucking dirty bastard. I mean, he had it coming. I mean, I, I don't know if he had a father. I, I'm just saying, you know. <clears throat> figuratively bastard. So... <clears throat> He returned several times during the night to purchase small items until finally brandishing a shotgun where the, he then forced Robert Culver to give him a whole hundred dollars from the till. <laughs> yeah, good old bank robbery, huh? We're going to start small and just ramp it up from there. Mm-hmm. So he then drove Culver to a remote area where they struggled over the gun, uh, injuring Culvert before he killed him with several shots. It says several shots. Where did he get a shotgun if he couldn't, if he was trying to get it? Never mind, go ahead. Listen. Uh Uh-huh. This is Nebraska. You can buy a shotgun and an enema at every convenience store. I've seen it. I've been there. That seems like it's not something it's you should weird. be able to do. 
it's weird and i don't know how these two things are sold in a combo pack like hey um no i got no joke and there's that, always way more of the shotgun just like when you buy the, the hot dogs and the hot dog buns it's like i know these two things go mm-hmm. together why can't you give me the same number of things though fuck <laughs> strategy mm-hmm. so yeah that that was his first murder he was so angry about that fucking stuffed animal and not being able to get it on credit that he then spent the rest of his money and stole a hundred bucks and killed a dude that was well, not named guy. It's like, well, what do you mean my credit's not good enough for a fucking stuffed animal? You just gave Carl a fucking truck. I can't get a stuffed animal. I'm going to, can I nope. get the, you know what? I, how much for the gun on credit? <clears throat> yep. Yep. And give me some of that chaw. And an animal while you're at it. You say I can just have it for free? It's Children's Gun Day? Oh, isn't... Children's Gun Day. Isn't that peculiar? I'll be back with the gun, mind you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I imagine he just had ammo chilling. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if you don't have the money for a stuffed animal, where the fuck, what? Yeah, what are you spending your money on in Lincoln fucking Nebraska ammo? Jeez. Fried chicken, probably. I thought you said cheese at first. That's all I ever saw there was, cheese. you know, fried chicken. Fried chicken. I guess there was some cheese. uh, Poached chicken. We got uh, Mm. chicken nuggets. And you got some chicken tenders. (laughs) And... Chicken boobies. There's chickens for for love making. There's chickens for pets. There's chickens for worship. There's chickens. Get me out of this chicken hell, please, please, God, whoever you are, take me with you. I need them chickens. So on January twenty first of nineteen fifty eight, which was a whole twenty three days later. How did he get away with killing a dude for 23 days? He's fucking 19-year-old, bow-legged fucking guy's son. Son of guy. I I mean, I really don't know. I, I guess uh, there wasn't a whole lot I of bet, investigation going on. I bet you the dude I, at the really gas don't. station who wouldn't give him a stuffed animal on credit was a dick, and everybody was glad he was dead. That could be. That that could very well be because this none of the shit I read said anything about how he disposed of that guy's body or most of the others. I think he just kind of left them where they lied. Uh, but it does say that, that at least for Robert Colvert, that he took him out. He drove him out to uh, and a remote location mm-hmm. of which there are many in Lincoln. Uh, well, in the surrounding areas of Nebraska. Yeah. Most of them are cow fields. And yeah, but, you know. There's there's some there's some remote stuff out there I suppose mm-hmm. it's not a whole lot going on everything's so, just uh, so boring it seems yeah. remote now there are a little bit of a like some conflicting information here on this next scenario or not scenario but this this next situation mm-hmm. uh, where. Uh, what's her name? Carol Ann said she didn't have anything to do with any of this. And, uh, you know, the articles are written a little differently. So I'm going to read the one I like best. Um, <clears throat> so on January 21st of 1958, 
Charlie went to the Fugit home without Carol Ann. There he shot her mother and stepfather. Ouch. And strangled and stabbed her two-year-old baby sister. Whoa. Come on, Carl. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so that's now we're up to four. Why wouldn't he just fucking shoot them too? Did he only bring two bullets? Because that's some shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I think this was this this could be considered one of those situations where, you know, the the killer being a fucking shit brick dickless coward. Um, <clears throat> decided to shoot the people that he could not physically subdue and then and was like take... ah i can take this baby <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly take his rage out on the on the things and people that he knew for a fact he could handle oh man so that's he's a fuck him <laughs> fuck him but like finish the story but like like i'm out of as like a pretty firm stance of fuck this dude Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, he's he's a fuck this guy. Um, <clears throat> so when Carol Ann came home, uh, they hid the bodies behind the family home, um, and then proceeded to live there for another six days until the grandmother became suspicious and called the police. Now I don't believe the grandmother actually lived in the same house oh thank god i I would hope not yeah the grandma's like i keep coming down for breakfast but my family that's supposed to be here they seem to be dead behind the house and this asshole is living in here with me i just i'm gonna go back up to my room for a little while and i'll see you later (laughs) now i you know maybe he just thought he couldn't handle her maybe he thought she was bulletproof or something Mm -hmm. And that she was going to kick his ass. I seen that old lady do a backflip before. You guys just don't even know. Now, the other article, which is also a, a pretty good one. Uh, pretty good. I guess I should just kind of, I guess I should just kind of mix and match them because they, they're they're both good the way they're they're told. So, <clears throat> in the other article, it it states that. Um, Fugit's mother and stepfather, uh, Velda and Marion Bartlett, which uh, I can't tell which one's the man and which one's the woman. I think that Zelda and Marion. Zelda and Marion. If it's Marion, it's... No, no, no. Velda with a a V, like violin. Velda, Velda, Velda. and Marion. Mm -hmm. It's not Miriam, it's Marion. Nope. M-A-R-I-O-N. Oh, Marion. That's a dude. Yes. Yeah. That's a dude? That's a dude. Marion's a dude, yeah. All right. That was a dude's name back then. He had, you, It was a law, though, that you had to have a pencil-thin mustache, too. Okay. So, according to this part, the, this uh, article, so when he showed up at their house, they told him, uh, fuck no, you're not dating my 13-year-old daughter. Stay the fuck away. Good on him. <clears throat> to which he then fatally shot them and strangled and stabbed the baby girl Mm. uh and he alone hid the bodies behind the house instead of carol ann showing up and the two of them hiding the bodies um 
He later said that Carol was there the entire time, but she claimed that she was never said that she wasn't home. And when she got there, he met her with a gun and said that her family was being held hostage. Mm. She then went on to claim that he told her that if she cooperated with him, her family would be safe. Oh, but they um, otherwise, were already they would be killed. Dead. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. They were already dead, and she claims that she had no idea that that was the case. Do, what do you think about that? <clears throat> do you think she knew or not? Um, you know, this is a tough one <clears throat> to to see uh, to watch the movie Natural Born Killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knew about it the whole time, right? But the idea that a thirteen-year-old girl would go along with this is not entirely far-fetched as as we know from all the the other killing research that we've done yeah you know there there have been plenty of child killers and and people like that are killer children i should say so it's a toss-up yeah it's a toss-up i i just think that uh i don't know i i i think a 13 year old girl would would need and miss her her uh you know they would she would need or miss her family way too much for uh in, for to not know you know uh or the other way around though is i think a 19 year old <laughs> boy would have a pretty uh i guess severe manipulative power over a, you know the girl that especially since he dated I her sister and stuff that. yeah so i i mean i guess i could see her just being into it or just completely not at the same time and i just fucking weird mm-hmm. i yeah i i so i think for this particular set of circumstances there's a good chance that she at least was or could have been uh talked into killing the parents i i can't imagine that she would have been okay with with what happened to her baby sister, because what the fuck is the point of that? Um, <clears throat> so, well, that's that's he didn't you know, feel like having defeated. Right. Well, as for the rest of them, uh, it it truly once I get into it, it truly sounds to me like there was a there wasn't a whole lot of of participation on her part. Which holy shit, we're already an hour and ten minutes into this episode. We did a lot of bullshit. No, no, it was good stuff. Uh, though, uh, but um, I like uh, are there still like a bunch of murders and stuff left? Mm, there's still a few. Well, we should be able to get through it though. Should Just we shut your face and let's do no, it? No, because how like is there enough to like have a bombastic follow up episode? Or, no, uh, no, no, not enough for that. Oh well, well then we have to do it. That's literally what yes. we have to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, so it, okay, it's gonna have to pause for a second though, just because Darcy's barking like an a hole, and I know my mic's picking it Goofy dogs being goofy dogs. That's a goofy dog. Oh, I don't have to stand up for a second. Damn, I feel so much better. That was a fart. I know it. Hey, Darcy. You want to cut that shit out? Just a little bit. You can come in. There's no more of that. 
the thumping you hear, boys and girls, is uh, a big dog's thick tail just knocking on whatever the hell her butt is next to. Well, now her which butt is... is literally in my exact sitting spot <laughs> where I was Oh, sitting. yeah. And um, so... Sounds like her. Uh, I, I, well, I needed to stand anyway. I'll just hold the microphone and stand and record the rest of the show this way. All right. So, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. so they remained in the house for another six days uh, before the police were alerted uh, under suspicion by the grandmother, and they showed up on the 27th, um, to which Starkweather and Fugit were already gone. They had fled. Well, um, yeah. I, I'm, wait, so, okay. So uh, they were there for six days. And then the cops came, and they were already gone. Like, did the cops come a whole lot later, or? No, no, they showed up the next day. Okay, so it was just the very next day? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, <clears throat> Starkweather and Fugit drove to the farmhouse of 70-year-old August Meyer, which was one of uh, Carol Ann's family friends who lived in nearby Bennett, Nebraska, uh, where Charlie... Starkweather killed him with a shotgun blast to the head. Man, write a new and song. Then, yeah, and then killed his first dog. Wait, or maybe not his first dog, but the first dog in this story. Uh, so now we're up to five bodies and one dog. The body count is five, five plus humans a dog. and one dog. That's mm-hmm. that's fucked. Well, he knew damn well he couldn't take that dog. Fuck this kid. He might have been able to beat up the human, but he couldn't take that dog. That dog was going to fuck him up. I just, you know. I'm about to do that, but the opposite way with my dog that's being pushy. I'm just kidding. She's, I mean, I'm not kidding. She's, She's really, you up. really, she showing teeth right now to me. Just kind of That weird. dog is a fucking tank, dude. You don't want to fight her. Darcy's the sweetest sweetie pie that's ever been pie and sweet at the same time, though. She is, but I promise you, push push those buttons just right. Oh yeah, no. If if she ever actually different side if she ever actually turned on me, I'd be dead. Darcy's a monster <laughs> dog. Seriously, but, but <laughs> that's the best part about her. It's a good thing she's a sweet baby. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, they um they they didn't stay there for long. Uh, they then fleed the area. And drove their car into the mud, literally, and had to abandon the vehicle because they're fucking children and they don't know what to do in that situation. Is he letting the 13-year-old drive? <laughs> probably. I would, you know, yeah, and that's did, the sad thing, too, because, yeah, he probably way. was like, hey, yeah, you, you, sure, you can drive, I guess. You know, she's asking if she can because she was like, you know, I know I crashed the car into your daddy's car that other time and... But I've been practicing it in my, in my head real, real good in math class instead of doing math. And uh, I think I can handle it. Well, not only did they not prepare for any of this ahead of time, you know, uh, but apparently they don't know much about Nebraska because it's basically just a fucking giant mud pit. Like, uh-huh. you will get stuck if you if you are not prepared and don't drive on the goddamn roads which mm-hmm. there probably weren't nearly as many as many of or you know well laid 
ground as there is now. Mud wrestling, yeah, as far uh, as the eye can see. Mud wrestling with baby cows. Baby cow mud wrestling. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, so as, as they abandon the vehicle and they're probably on, well, obviously on foot now, uh, Robert Jensen and Carol King, who were two local teenagers of uh, Bennett, Bennett, Nebraska, mm-hmm. Did the most horrible thing that they could possibly have done, which was to stop and, and pick them up, ask them if they wanted a ride. Man, yeah. they no, you shut up. They didn't look like they've been on a murder spree. Let's ask them if they need a ride. To which uh, Charlie decided it was a good idea to force them to drive back to an abandoned star, uh, storm cellar in Bennett, where he then shot poor. Uh, Robert Jensen and uh, in the back of the head and then attempted that's right only attempted to rape uh, what's her fuck Uh, I'm sorry Uh, what's her name Carol Carol King not the famous one I don't probably I I know I'm aware of of the name Carol King but I can't think of who or what she is right the second because I'm still kind of shocked that she was a Shot, shot the guy in the back of the head and then attempted raped her girlfriend his girlfriend yes yes which he was while uh, the car was moving unable to do while the what while the car was still moving i'm sure not oh they they went back to an abandoned storm cellar they went back to what an does a storm cellar have to do with it if they killed him in a car i don't know maybe there was hey then sh- sh- shit. shut up man you're the one just just tell a story (laughs) (sighs) so when he was unable to rape her he became angry and then shot her as well now was it his fault he was unable or was it hers it doesn't say i guess that's not necessarily super important but no but you know it's it, it was probably one of those situations where he was uh there was there was too much of a struggle and he just assumed that sex is sex and he's going to get a boner no matter what and he didn't because you know that's not what his sickness is mm. if it even is it could be considered a sickness so you know he gave up and was angry about that cuz he wanted some good old schmoontang and uh just wound up shooting her instead i i'm going to assume that he was he, that he he wasn't able to perform and then he was he's the kind of guy where he's like man that's my pride and and then so he shot her it could be it could have something to do with his pride it, it, yeah it, it was probably a, a combination of all of those things um so carol ann said that she stayed in the car the whole time that she had nothing to do with those killings. I called she, bullshit. She was in the car, and he did whatever he wanted to do, and she didn't know nothing about it. So then they fled in Jensen's car. All right. Tell him, Darcy. So Charlie and Carol Ann drove to a wealthy section of Lincoln, back from Bennett to Lincoln again, which I don't, I can't imagine why, because they didn't know anywhere else because they're fucking children. Yeah. And I um, know two cities, the ones that are right next to each other and that we live in one of them. (laughs) Yeah. 
So they drove back to the wealthy section of Lincoln, where they entered the home of industrialist C. Lauer Ward. Whoa. Lauer Ward. What a name. Uh, and his wife, Clara. So they were both C's and both named Ward. C.C. Ward home. So Charlie stabbed their maid, Lillian Fenkel. What a dick. To death. Yeah, because she was the one who was home. That- and I guess he broke in and stabbed her because he could take the maid, you know. <laughs> Cool. I'm not paid to, to actually defend the house. Just clean it. I can't. Just, I can't stop this. Then, in order to stop, yet again, another one that he felt like he could take because it was probably a small one at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not at this point, but just a small breed. Uh, he then proceeded to snap the dog's neck. That's why you said the fir- the first dog he kills, because there yes, was the that, second that one be... at least. Jesus, correct. What an asshole! So now he's asshole. up to eight humans and two dogs. Oh wait, yeah, eight humans and two dogs. He's <clears throat> so the there, dog. There's no redeeming qualities in this 19 year old fucking boy. No, not no, a he's single not. goddamn thing. He's snapped, and he is. No turning back at this point. He is not looking back. Um, So Clara was the first one to arrive uh, at home. Uh, She was alone. And she was also stabbed to death because, you know, we can take the women's, I guess. And, uh, yeah, he stabbed her to death. So that's nine. Uh, When Lauer Ward returned home that evening... Uh, he shot him and killed him. Man. So that's ten. Right, and on the day that he was going to give that maid a raise, too, you know, it was going to be a big, yeah, probably. big news story. Cause, you know, rich man gives maid raise. It's no one heard about that, you know, because it didn't happen because that guy died before it could happen. So did the maid, though, which is also very sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. This, this kid just keeps on going. Um, he, so, is this kid the Energizer Bunny? Yeah, I mean, it seems like they didn't sleep much during this whole scenario. Like, it it went on for a little while. God, they, he just keeps I, going I and going and going and going and yeah. going. Yeah, just like the movie. There's a movie? So... Charlie and Carol Ann, shut your face. <laughs> filled... Ward's black 1956 Packard with stolen jewelry from the house and fled Nebraska altogether. He decided that that interstate will probably take him somewhere else. He knew that with the jewelry uh, in the car, they they had the the right stuff to break through that force field that is the uh, uh, the county lines of Lincoln, uh, Nebraska. uh, uh, The right stuff. There, I finished it for you. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Ooh, I was actually able to drink and swallow without breathing in the, the Gatorade this time. Boo. Go me. Five more minutes of you choking on Gatorade is what we all really want. <laughs> so here's another instance where, you know, only the rich people that were murdered. Um, Matter? Alerted the police uh, because the murders of the wards and their maid, Fenkel, uh, caused an uproar within Lancaster County. Wait, is it Ray Finkel? 
It was not Ray Fankel. Oh. No, it wasn't. Laces out! <laughs> he found Captain Winky! Um, so, law enforcement agencies in the region sent their officers on a house-to-house search for the perpetrators because, you know, the rich peoples was angry. And there's only like 12 houses uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Fucking seriously. <laughs> uh, Governor Victor Emmanuel Anderson contacted the Nebraska National Guard and the Lincoln Chief of Police called for a block-by-block search of the city. Damn. That's like, no. uh, I mean, well, by by now they would have had to have, because of the, the news of the murders of the old, old folk and their maid, I would hope that they would have at least found the other murdered people by now and been like, Okay, so there's like a lot more murders than usual happening right this second. We should probably stop right. who's doing all of that and find them as soon as we can, you know? You would think so. You would you would think that that's the case, and I assume it was, but um, investigation procedures being what they were in the 50s, which I can't imagine were all that thorough, thorough in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I doubt. I, I doubt at this point that they put them all together as being the same perpetrators. Right, but right, still, right. wait, you're saying still to far me too many that murders. all those other dead bodies that we found had at least another person that was shot with the same kind of gun? Oh, it sounds like we got completely unrelated murders going on here. So, I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna take a nap now. So after several sightings of uh, Charlie and Carol Ann were reported, the Lincoln Police Department was accused of incompetence for being unable to capture the pair what? of fucking children. Uh, needing a new car because of Ward's Packard being having been identified, the couple came upon a traveling salesman, this poor bastard, who was... Asleep in his car on the side of the highway. That is dirty pool. You got to at least wake the man up before you shoot him. Oh, they did. Oh. They did. Merle Collison, who was slumbering peacefully on the side of the fucking highway. His name's Merle? In Douglas, Wyoming. Merle. (sighs) Good old Merle. After waking him up, he shot him. You know what? I go back on what I say. We can't take a guy sitting in this car. I say, kill me before you wake me up. That way, I'm never even aware of dying. Right? Yeah, at least give me that. But I, as fuck. we've spoken about, now, this kid is a dick. Yeah, he he wanted all of the uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, to himself. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was going to say glory, but I don't think that applies here. That no. kind of makes me seem like the dick Although now, so. people named Merle, I mean, come on. That one you don't feel that bad about, am I right, Merle? Yeah, so after... <laughs> Afterwards, Charlie told the cops that Carol Ann performed a coup de gras after his shotgun jammed. Hmm. So he says he tried to shoot Merle with the shotgun and it jammed. And Carol Ann came in and handled that business. Did the double tap? He 
I guess. Hmm. I didn't Charlie know she had claimed, it in her. Sorry. Go ahead. Charlie claimed later that uh, Carol Ann was, quote, the most trigger-happy person he had ever met. I honestly believe him. <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt it. I think uh, that once Carol you break Ann a, a, a Carol Ann, you break a, you break a 13 Carol Ann, 13 year old Carol Ann so severely by killing her parents and shit and then handing her a gun. I th- I think she probably sh- pr- fuck, she probably shot most of the people. Would not doubt it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, really. Would not doubt it. So, they tried to to jet the scene in uh Merle's car, uh, but <laughs> it had a parking brake, which was something new to Starkweather. He mm. had never heard of such a thing. <laughs> and when he attempted to drive away, the car stalled because he didn't fucking release the brake. <sighs> and so then when he tried to restart the engine, a uh, passing motorist, which was uh, geologist Joe Sprinkle. Shut up! Yep. <laughs> geologist yep. joe sprinkle geologist joe the sprinkle he needs to hang out Mr. with bob von bush and yep. guy and they all need to be in the that's right those are our actual names the band <laughs> the band uh, yeah so um yeah joe sprinkle stopped to help and Charlie threatened him with a rifle. Your name's way cooler than mine. It's threatening. Seriously. And an altercation ensued. Um, Thankfully for good old Joe Sprinkle, uh, at that very moment, a Natrona County Sheriff's Deputy, William Romer, arrived on the scene. He tried to to treat uh, Sprinkle like a bitch. Nobody treats Sprinkle like a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> his Nobody name is sprinkle the Chris. sprinkle what the... <laughs> i love it i absolutely love it Shit. okay go ahead sorry sprinkle <laughs> survived the altercation of course sprinkle survived <laughs> that god so, wanted seeing... to see that headline in the newspaper <laughs> yeah sprinkle survives attack sprinkle survives. <laughs> altercation with him with a crazed lunatic <laughs> Sprinkle, kind of a badass. (laughs) Kind of a badass. Mm -hmm. Geology wins. (laughs) Sprinkle! Uh, So seeing the cop, seeing the cop pull up, Carol Ann ran out to the cop uh, saying something to the effect of, it's Starkweather, he's gonna kill me. She... She's she knows what she's doing. She's the smartest person in Lincoln, Nebraska, apparently. Apparently, yeah, she's got the she's she's got a little bit of brains about her. So, Charlie drove off, uh, and ensued a chase with uh, three other officers, um, exceeding speeds of a hundred miles per hour. Which I'm sure was the fastest oh, yeah. that car could possibly go. Whoa! Did you see um, that? They were literally going the speed of light. Not not literally, but fuck. That's fast. No, I think the I think 100 miles an hour is uh, scientifically considered the speed of life. 
Oh, the speed of life, man. I believe. Gotta get so says back in time. Joe Sprinkle. Nah, uh, nah, so nah. yeah, <laughs> our Lord and Savior Joe Sprinkle. <laughs> hey, hey, what? Hey, what? He's only a disciple of our Lord and Savior. Okay. Oh, Sanchez can go screw. I I want to worship Sprinkle now. <laughs> Which is probably the funnest sentence I've like ever that. said on this show. <sighs> you can't just convert like that. It takes it takes studies. It takes years. You have not of, of met study and Sprinkle. dedication. Mm-mm. If you had ever met Sprinkle, you would probably convert too. I'm sure. I, I now need a T-shirt. Uh, I'll be a believer that says, one day. Have you met your Sprinkle today? <laughs> Let's show a picture Our Lord of and a Savior, guy Joe Sprinkle, with, his, with Joe written on his shirt. <laughs> so, during the chase, uh, Sheriff Earl Heflin fired a shot, which shattered the windshield and uh, flying glass, cut Charlie deep enough to cause bleeding. Old Charlie freaked out, thinking that he was just about to bleed out in the car man so he stopped and surrendered what a and uh yeah no no you're absolutely right whatever you're about to say just killed nine people and two dogs you fucking go out bleeding out in a car you don't stop and surrender right no, no, no. That, and, and that was uh, 11 people and two, two dogs. My bad. That's point. right. I forgot the last three. 11 people. Yeah. So Sheriff Earl Heflin said he thought he was bleeding to death. That's why he stopped. That's the kind of yellow son of a bitch he is. That was a quote, by the way. Sorry, I didn't call attention to that. I, I, maybe I should say it with the accent. Yeah. He thought he was bleeding to death. That's why I stopped. That's the kind of yellow son bitch he is. Wow. Even the law is calling you a bitch for stopping to fucking <laughs> that. Oh, that was that was part. Of, that was probably uh, included in the actual newspaper fucking article that was written. Like the sheriff said, he's a yellow son bitch. That is, and so I think he's right. And I. The sheriff said he's a yellow son of a bitch, and I think he's right. That's right. So moving on to the trial and execution. That's right, I said execution. You ruined the surprise. Shut your face. You shut yours. Charlie chose to be extradited from Wyoming back to Nebraska. Why? Uh, He and Carol Ann arrived there in late January of 1958. Uh, He believed, Charlie believed... That either state would have executed him. So, I want to go back to where I came from. I want to go, go back, back to, to where Nebraska. I've had the most uh, personal uh, interaction with the people that are going to judge me. But make yeah. sure it's the place where I was a fucking bully and a dick all the time. Yep. That's where I, I want to die in a motherland. by my peers. Little did he know mm-hmm. that Millward Simpson, which is Wyoming's governor at the time, opposed the death penalty. Millward Simpson mm. is what Millhouse is called after he marries Lisa 
and she makes him take her last name. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I'll let you have that one. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah. So he was not aware of that. And uh, and then first he said that he had kidnapped Carol Ann and that she had nothing to do with the murders. Yeah, However, to save his, his he changed story. his story several times. He, and then yeah. he testified against her at her trial, saying that she was a willing participant. She killed all of them people. I seen her do it. I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. I only took the dog. She told me that she was going to kill my parents just like I... I mean, she killed hers. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, Carol Ann has always maintained that Charlie was holding her hostage by threatening to kill her family, uh, claiming she was unaware they were already dead. And uh, Judge Harry A. Spencer didn't believe a fucking word of it. She doesn't seem... Not a fucking word. She seems nonplussed. As as he determined, she had numerous opportunities to escape. Mm-hmm. So, I don't believe the little bitch. Hey. Let her die. Okay, that's fine. Yes. What? No, you're good. Well, that is probably what he said. Probably. So, when Charlie was first taken to the Nebraska penitentiary after his trial, he said that he believed he was supposed to die. He said if he was to be executed... Then Carol Ann should be too. <laughs> what Charlie, if I'm going down, so she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Dick to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he was no sprinkle. Actually, he's no. <laughs> he's no sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, though, Charlie was only convicted of the murder of Robert Jensen. Which was the the teenager and his girlfriend that he tried to rape? And really, just wound up murdering him instead. Yeah, but do, do they think that all those other people tripped and fell and died? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 weird that how were they that not they even were able? At least the dude's girlfriend, who is also murdered. Uh, right, right. I mean, that's that's yeah. That that goes right along with the weirdness. Uh, maybe, not to mention, maybe they only the needed the that, one though. They only needed the one, so they they only went well, clearly for the they one, needed the to one to make sure that they got it. Though you know what I mean? Like that was the only one that had in my my head that would only have uh, like direct direct evidence that he had to have been there no matter what. That way, they can't get him off of the death penalty for any of the other stuff that might not be ironclad. You know. I, you know, I get that. I get that and how that, that whole thing works. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they, they were done together. So what the fuck? Yeah, I, that, why, is, that is really... Why leave her really out of weird. it altogether? That is really, really weird. So I have no idea. It's crazy. It seems it seems rude and unjust yeah. to her. To most people. <laughs> so, yeah. So... um on May 23rd of 1958, he was sentenced to death and executed by electric chair at the Nebraska State Penitentiary in Lincoln uh, at 12.04 a.m. on June 25th of 1959. He gave no last words, but in a letter from prison to his parents, he wrote, quote, But Dad, I'm not real sorry for what I did, because for the first time, 
me and Carol have more fun. End quote. Wow. I don't know what the fuck that means exactly. Oh. What is more fun? More fun than what? I don't. I, I don't think really he. Know, I think but... he means more fun than his parents have when they go out and party. I guess, but in in this in in the midst of this quote, uh, it says it like there's a a, per, a word in parentheses that I don't consider a word. It just says S I C. Yeah, sick. But it's not an acronym. I don't know what that means when it's written inside of of things. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck that means. But yeah, that's why I just kind of left it out, th- and it made for a shitty sentence. I always think that that kind of means like this part was totally unlegible or unintelligible or whatever. So, insert whatever word you think may have gone here. That makes sense. But I don't yeah. know. I don't, that that as always really confused me and uh, intrigued me what that is, and I've never remembered enough to look it up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, following the execution, uh, Charlie was buried in Wiyuka, Wiyuka Cemetery in Lincoln, as are five of his victims, including Mr. and Mrs. Carol Ward. Wow. Uh, right. Carol Ann was convicted as an accomplice and received a life sentence on November 21st, 1958, uh, but she was later paroled in June of 76 after serving 17 and a half years at the Nebraska Correctional Center for Women in York, Nebraska, which I've also been to, and sucks. And she wound up uh, settling down afterwards in Lansing, Michigan, Hmm. which consequently also sucks. No. (laughs) Are people that are from shitty places only allowed to move to other shitty places? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a rule. I don't think that's fair. And, uh, I think they should have the same right as everybody else to fail, you know? No. I no. I I'm I'm going to veto that. All right, fine. Keep them in Lansing. We don't want them. We don't want them. You don't want no we part of this. Don't want no part of this shit. So, yeah, that that's uh that's the end there. I enjoyed people, it. That was two a, dogs. That was quite a ride. I liked this more than I liked Natural Born Killers. I mean, yeah, Natural Born <laughs> Killers was was way overdone as far as this story was concerned. Yeah, and uh, I guess probably for drama's sake and and sensationalism. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I like them both. I, I just this was. I think this I like was more true to life. I like Point Break a little more than this. No, you fucking didn't. <laughs> You'll never trick me on that again. I, I will never believe you again. I've never seen it. <laughs> you should be slapped and sterilized. It just always seems so stupid. Slapped on all four of your cheeks, tops and bottoms, I, fronts and backs, no. left so and right. So I think I actually kind of answered or had my questions that I should have saved for the end of the show earlier. And I think we answered them, uh, just fine, really. And those, those <clears throat> were, you know, do you think the, the chick knew? I think she knew. Um, I actually, sure I knew. actually do, do think that she probably had her fair share of shooting people. Um, also, uh, 
the man, everything that you talked about was crazy and shit. But the one thing that you did not prepare me for was how awesome the names were going to be in this episode. <laughs> how could I? You could have been like, okay, how look, I, how can you prepare someone for for something? Don't get that cool? crazy excited or nothing, but there are gonna there are, there's a few names in this one, guys. <laughs> something you're gonna love it. You're gonna. I promise. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Let her have it. So yeah, some <laughs> of the uh, I'll just throw this out there real quick. Some of the uh, films or. I guess all of the films that were inspired by this story uh, include uh, The Sadist from uh, 1963, Mm -hmm. uh, Badlands from 1973, Mm -hmm. California with a K, which was pretty decent, actually, starring, wow, fuck, what's his name? David Duchovny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like him. Yeah. 1993. Uh, I like him. He's kind of funny. He's too pudgy for uh, an adult a f- man that's not pudgy. Yeah, he's cool, though. Something's wrong with his face. Uh, mm-hmm. Natural Born Killers, obviously, mm-hmm. 1994. And a movie just titled Stark Weather from 2004. Oh, okay. And now uh, now Darcy's like, I'm going to make a movie about it, too. And she wants us all to hear it, you know? She does. She thinks... He's cool. No, I don't think that's true at all. I think that she thinks that the story should be told as a precautionary tale. And I think, well, I know for a fact that she also thinks, you've just listened to an actually full, actual, actual episode of... Seriously. See no, hear no, speak no. That's right. The UFOs, the conspiracies... And the Moitas. And yeah. this time we had two dogs, though. That's that's kind of wacky. That's yeah. It's usually one or the other. There's we don't usually get a whole big uh, a mix of of somebody that intentionally kills people and dogs. That's kind of. I weird. agree. We don't usually do that. John Lindley Fraser usually see uh, that. killed the family cat. Like the well the the Oda family. They, never mind. I don't want to talk about him. I don't know why you keep bringing him up. Uh, countdown. You don't know what you're talking about anyway. Three. Also, yeah, hit us up on Instagram, kids. Two. We're there. you love it. One. Uno. Thank you, people of the people See you later. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, fuck off. So happy together. that crinkling at all on the recording. I thought you were talking to the baby. Why would you think I was talking to the, talking the child? To talking to you because you walked walked in right when you... <sighs> oh, the crinkle is so loud. Mm. Man. The crinkle is loud.